Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broken to Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Tressa, and this month I have a very special guest here with me. And we're going to be talking about some amazing things in relation to prayer, devotion, and meditation. And we're going to share a little bit about a book that my guest actually wrote. So I have Mr. Ben Pratt here with me. Yeah, hey, Trusta. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm going to be a part of this. Thank you so much for being a part of it. So I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Ben in, from his bio, and then we'll talk a little bit about how I know Ben personally. So Ben is a Newberry, South Carolina native, and he is a health coach. He holds a master's degree in health and wellness management from the University of Wisconsin, a bachelor's in exercise science from Lander University, and an associate's in funeral services from Piedmont Technical College. He is also a licensed minister, certified personal trainer, and an author with the heart to inspire hope, wholeness, and peace everywhere he goes. So I know Ben because I am a Newberry, South Carolina native, and me and Ben pretty much grew up together. Um, but when we began to know each other on an adult level, he was my personal trainer. And I rolled my eyes at Ben so many times, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but he did what he was supposed to do, and it was like a gentle nudge. And that was when I um, began to see the amount of wisdom that this young man has. And I began to appreciate him as grown up Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben actually has a book out that is called Faith for Today, a 30 day devotional for strength and hope. And so I decided to um, get the book and do the devotional. And I thought he would be a great person to come on and talk about prayer and how it works in his life. I'll share a little bit about how it works in my life. And we'll just kind of help you to understand how you can pray. And, and that prayer is basically communication with God, correct? Right, right. So, um, Ben, what inspired you to write your book? Um, well, initially, I didn't intend to write a book. Um, it, it wasn't. It didn't start out, you know, with me writing a book. Um, it started out with a, a small group doing a fast. Um, and as we were fasting, I would send out a daily devotional um, each day to the group so that we could kind of be praying on the same on the same topics um, that we could be in agreement on, on what we were praying about. Um, and, and as we were, were doing it, it started out, I was sending prayers uh, and I, because I wanted to. I wanted to meditate on the scripture and think about the scripture all day long mm -hmm. um, because my personal goal from the fast was to um, learn more of the word, but also to really have like a daily focus. I wanted to focus on something mm -hmm. throughout the day um, and not forget. You know how sometimes you, you you might know a scripture and then you might say, well, well how it go? And, and, and <laughs> yeah. so for, for memory purpose, I wanted to learn more of the word. Um, so in the morning, I would read a scripture um, and meditate on it or or two or three. Um, and, and whatever I got from the scripture, um, I would send out a prayer. Um, and somewhere maybe around the, the third week of the fast, um, I, 
I thought to myself, well, they don't really know the whole thought that I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. um, because I would I would write the I would I would kind of go through a, the thought process and then pray and send them the prayer. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, maybe I can just write exactly what I'm really getting from from my morning meditation and send them the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I started to send it out. And um people were responding to it was, was, was they were just like, you know, that was that was good. Um and the as we kind of finished up the fast, they were like, you know, do you want to keep doing it? So I, I kept doing it, you know, sending out two or three a week. Um, and one lady came and she just responded to me and was like, you know, you should put these in like a brochure or I wish I could print these out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think about it. I was like, well, yeah, I guess, you know. Um, and then maybe a week later, another lady who was doing the fast with us, who was actually uh, an author, she goes to my church, uh, Deborah Brandon. Mm -hmm. um, she actually just released a new book, um, but uh, she was like, "You should, you should put these in a in a book. Like, mm -hmm. you should release these. Like, these are really blessed me. I think mm -hmm. you need to you need to really think about it." Um, and I I prayed about it because I had heard it twice. Mm -hmm. um, and, and as I was praying, God took me back to a, a moment I had at work, um, mm -hmm. like two years prior to that. Um, we were going around the room. It was like at a Christmas party. Um, and everybody had to say something that um, someone might not know about you. And I remember in that moment, I said, I love to write. And one day I'm going to release a book. And they asked me, they said, what kind of book? I said, I don't know. I just want to write a book to inspire people. Wow. Um, and, and when he took me back to me saying that, I was like, and I, I counted the days that I had sent out. It was 28 days. Mm -hmm. At that point, I said, wow, if I send like two more, I could put it in like a 30-day thing or, mm -hmm. or a devotional or, or something. Or I could do like 31, and, and you know, because a month might have 31 mm -hmm. days. And so it, it came about that way. Um, it, it wasn't the intent. But... Um, God kind of directed me to do it without me really knowing I was doing right. it. Um, and it just came from my prayer time with him and my devotion to him. Right. That That is amazing. And you know what, Ben? I think I was actually in that group. Was it John Eckhart? No, it probably was a different Brian one. Brian Lestrange? It probably was a different one. I think I got um, a couple of those. Um, because I, what, whichever group it is, I'm actually in them. So I did actually see a few of them because we are mutual friends that came up. So I was like, all right, look at him. <laughs> I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. Cause I did that too. Um, that was a John Eckhart. Mm -hmm. um, it was something with John Eckhart. Yeah. And, uh, AP book club. I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So it's amazing how God will take something that we're already doing and will navigate us to um, what it is that he actually wants us to do for him. Right. And um, something that will be for the upbuilding of the kingdom. And so you talked about meditation and you talked about prayer. So, um, and also about devotional and those are big like buzzwords. Right, right. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to give a little bit um of definition. So devotional time, um, as Ben said, he took scriptures mm -hmm. and he meditated on those. Um, devotional time can also be singing. It can be reading the Bible or it can be journaling your thoughts. Um, sometimes I do that 
especially um, there are moments where you can't just pray out loud. <laughs> if right. you are if you are fasting and you are at work, you can't walk around work praying all out loud and stuff. So my way of praying if I'm fasting is to write it out. Yeah. And it's just as effective. And I feel that that is more effective because you're seeing, um, I always date my stuff. So you're seeing your progress um, as you're writing. And so I can look back at some of my older prayers and the things that I prayed and I was asking for, yeah. and you can track your progress. And also you can see how God has worked and how he has moved right. in the things that you have prayed about. So those are, um, some some things that you can do as devotional time. Um, prayer. Prayer, would you agree that it looks different in different seasons of your life? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there, there was a time where um, my prayer time was pretty much on the way to work. And of course, when you're on the way to work, there's a chance for road rage to get in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I would zone out um, because I'm, I'm not really thinking. I'm just driving. But um, in certain seasons of your life, it'll look different. So if you are um, a person that doesn't have anybody else to be accountable for, your prayer may look different. If you're a parent, your prayer may look different. If you're a single parent, your prayer can look different. If you're married, um prayer can look different. So it looks different in different seasons of your life. You could be, um, the Bible says that we are supposed to pray without ceasing. Yeah. And so if we're supposed to pray without ceasing, I'm pretty sure that we can't always be on our knees. Right. Um, so, and that's how it's kind of been interpreted that, oh, when you, you know, pray, you have to be in a, in a position or a posture, right. but posture doesn't have to do with your position. It has to do with the posture of your heart. Right. Um, so you can be praying while you're washing dishes. If that's your prayer time, go for it. Right. Um, you can be praying while you're taking a shower. You can have a, a set time that you, you know, have set aside to just spend time with God. And that is your prayer time. But don't shy away from it because you feel like you can't do it in a certain way. That's right. the way I feel about it. Yeah. Because prayer is simply communication with God and he wants to hear from us. Right. Um, how do you feel about prayer being a dialogue and not a monologue? Yeah. Um, I think it's important that, that we know that God responds to what we're praying. Mm -hmm. um, that what we have to, what we can develop in prayer is the ability to listen. Right. Um, because a lot of times I think that we just, um, we treat God like a magician <laughs> yes. or, or we treat God like uh, he's just a, a genie. Um, and so he's going to do what we say. Um, but a lot of times God will give direction to what it is we're praying about. But prayer is that place where you can gain a sensitivity to him and into his presence. Mm -hmm. And you kind of learn how he communicates with you. Right. You know, because you know how you're talking, what you're asking, what you're praying. Um, but what is his response back? Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, God responds to what we're praying. Um, and like you said, he wants to hear. He wants to hear from us. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he's not far off that he won't answer. And, and so we have to develop, you know, the sensitivity, those gentle nudges. 
uh, those moments where he drops a word in our spirit um, or, or, or puts a thought in our mind to, to give us direction um, and, and, and trust that, you know, that, that it's about relationship. You know, it's about, you know, he wants to respond to us in our prayer. You know, and I think a lot of times we don't realize that he wants to respond to our prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, he's passionate about us. Mm -hmm. and, and as we open up to him, you know, we, we open the door for him to respond. Right. And we just have to be willing to listen and, and take those moments of devotion, whether they're five minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, regardless of the season. You're right. In, to, to know how he's talking back. Right. Or uh, know what direction he's giving you because prayer is a birthing place yeah. and a lot of times he'll, he'll give you direction um, but the thing is being just being consistent you know the the, the, the fervent prayer of the righteous available mm -hmm. but it talks about consistency mm -hmm. you know and so we have to be consistent regardless of the season um, because the seasons might change but our contact with him should that's true you know the time frame might but but the fact that we're going to him um and, and it shows that we humble ourselves regardless of the season of life that we're in mm -hmm. and we desire his interaction and, and direction right um regardless of how strong we might feel about ourselves or how weak we might feel about ourselves um that he will respond regardless of where we are right. and i just think it's important that we develop that that the the understanding that it's a dialogue, yeah. a continuous dialogue, mm -hmm. you know, a day to day, week to week, mm -hmm. you know, month to month, a dialogue is continuous. And we just have to stay consistent. Right. And the dialogue can go throughout the day. And that's one of the things that I had to overcome is that it's quality over quantity. Uh -huh. You don't always have to pray for an hour um, for your prayer to be heard. Um, if you make yourself available to God, then he will speak to you throughout the day. He is omniscient. He's everywhere yeah. to everyone. And so if you make yourself available, he can speak to you through anything. Um, he'll speak to us through our interests, the things that interest us or um, things that we like because he delights in us. Right. Um, and so that's why we're supposed to um, delight ourselves in him. And that's one of the, the scriptures that came to mind um, this morning when I as I was getting ready is that um, he will give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in him right. and delighting yourself in him goes back to devotion right. and devotion is. In essence, delighting yourself in something, right. because when I looked up the definition of devotion, it says in relation to significant others, fans or animals to give honor, dedication or loyalty. And if you think about that, um, we're delighting ourselves in those things. If it's a sports team, we delight in ourselves in buying their paraphernalia we delight ourselves by watching their games if we are if it's a significant other or a marriage we delight ourselves by spending time with that person or um an animal of course mm. i don't like animals, <laughs> but <laughs> it, devotion a lot of people are very very devoted to their animals and we delight in them by taking them on walks spending time with them and so that's the same thing 
Um, if we can take those ideas and apply them to um, God by giving him honor, um, dedication, and loyalty, um, we can present that to him through prayer. Um, when Usually when I start out my prayers, I start out my prayers by thanking him for who he is. Right. And that is basically devotion, not asking for anything, not treating him like a genie. Right. But we don't always want our children, our spouses, or our family to just come to us when we want something without lifting us up without edifying us and trust me he doesn't need our edification he's good he knows who we are who he is um and he's given us our identity as well but we should go to him and tell him i love you let me just tell you how much how wonderful i think i think you are let me thank you for the goodness that you didn't have to wake me up this morning Mm -hmm. but you did Mm -hmm. you didn't have to cover me but you did and so that's some of the things that we can do in order to show God our devotion. Yeah. So how do you feel about meditation? Because a lot of Christians, um, and I even went and looked it up a couple of weeks ago. I'm like meditation. Now I know it's in the Bible <laughs> that we are supposed to meditate on his word day and night. Um, but a lot of people, when they hear meditation, they think chants and all kinds of other things. And meditation is a, to me, it is a spiritual um, thing. But just like a lot of other things, there are a lot of things that are spiritual that the enemy has overtaken and has made it something that is, that worships him, but it doesn't have to be. So how do you feel about meditation yeah well i think one we got to understand what it is Mm -hmm. um because i think you know society or culture has painted a picture of what it is Mm -hmm. but the actual bible has a word for what it is Mm -hmm. um and it's where we we, it's basically a groaning of the heart Mm -hmm. so we allow our heart to be connected um or or positioned towards god um and, and i think that it's important that we meditate on his word um, allow it to speak to our hearts. Um, so I, I don't think it's, it's spooky when you have an accurate <laughs> understanding of what it is. Because we treat, we treat meditation like it's spooky. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't meditate. Right. It's transcendental <laughs> meditation. They out here. Um, yeah. Um, oh, oh, you know. so, right. so, so all of that, it, it kind of has uh, perverted what, it, what, it, what mm-hmm. it, the intent of it is to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Joshua meditated on the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of that, God was able to lead him to victory. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that he read or that he had time, guys, because he mm-hmm. meditated right. on the word. Um, and sometimes we, and that goes back to listening and the, the dialogue of, mm-hmm. you know, prayer is part of, I mean, meditation is part of prayer. Right. You know, so so we have to to meditate um, as well to to get the, um, get the direction because I believe that as we as we meditate, God will place new desires on our heart. Right. The right, you know, right, right desires on our heart. Um and, and push us to a place where we're able to experience, you know, victory in our life. Mm-hmm. We're able to see ourselves for who we really are. Yeah. Um in 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 who he is in relation to us. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of it allows us to to have a better identity of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, um I gotta bring the scripture in, like when uh, Jacob 
um, was about to to wrestle with Esau um, as he was going towards him. Before he went, he prayed. Mm -hmm. um, and then a man wrestled with him, mm -hmm. right? Um, but the man wrestled with him to shift his perspective. You know, in, in a moment when he was by himself, you know, a lot of times God will interact with us to mm -hmm. shift our perspective. Right. You know, we, we meditate, but God meets us in our meditation mm -hmm. to shift us uh, from this place where we might be feeling down. Uh, we might be feeling broken because think about who Jacob was. He saw himself as a trickster, but he was walking into a place where he was about to fulfill a promise over his life right. that was spoken before he was born. Mm -hmm. But he didn't see himself right. Mm -hmm. But that that moment to himself allowed God to intervene. Mm -hmm. And he was able to walk into his promise the right way. Right. Even though it might have seemed like he was broken, mm -hmm. um, he actually was moving at the pace of grace. Right. So 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 that that the meditation is important for us to to go at the pace that we're at, we're supposed to move at. Mm -hmm. Um and, and not try and, you know, we move too fast in certain things or um, go after the wrong stuff. Yeah, I think it keeps us in a in a place of, of balance, mm -hmm. and and I think it's necessary um, that we that we meditate as as well as pray. Right, and meditation you don't just have to meditate on like a scripture. Um, even if there are certain points in your life, if you are self aware and you know that certain things are coming up or. Um, certain feelings tend to come up at a certain time. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I know that that's happened and I had to meditate on, there were two songs that I chose and mm -hmm. I listened to them over and over again. And it covered me because it helped me to understand who I was mm -hmm. and who God saw me to be. So that way those feelings and those thoughts couldn't attack me. So meditation can be like a force field right. um, around you and it can cover you in those moments where you're weak or where you're vulnerable, but you allow God's strength to cover you right. and to be that force field of protection. So I, I definitely agree about that. And also when you talked about how, you know, prayer can deviate in the last podcast, I talked about that a little bit. And how we can go in praying for a certain thing. Yeah. And if we are cognizant and receptive to the Holy Spirit that is in us, he will lead us to what we need to pray. Sometimes people will say, I need for you to, you know, pray for me. And you start praying for them. And then other stuff starts coming out. And you like, what? That wasn't, I mean, I, start I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so he will lead you to pray for those people and even for yourself in the things that you don't have the mind to pray for. Right. Um, so that's why it's very important to listen and to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit when it comes to your prayer life. That was good. Yeah, I think that's good. Mm -hmm. So what would be your advice to someone who feels like they don't know where to start um, when it comes to prayer or communication with God? Mm. Well, I actually think that's the perfect place to start. Um, even now, personally, uh, anytime I'm in a, uh, a moment of prayer, devotion, anything, I go blank, mm -hmm. meaning I don't know nothing anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and at this point now, I, I do have a, a active prayer life and all that, but that doesn't change. 
because the the purpose of me going into prayer is to communicate with God. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm seeking him. So I think the main thing is just to start and be sincere with where you are um, because God responds to humility. Yes, he does. You know, humility attracts favor, mm -hmm. you know, and that's regardless of where you're from or, or what you've experienced in life, the choices you made um, or how you see yourself. Because I think a lot of times we, people may not pray because of how they see them. Right. You know, might wrestle with shame or uh, depression or anxiety and sometimes it's in prayer that you get that release mm -hmm. that you're really looking for um but i think it's just uh, being open to not knowing mm -hmm. but being willing to start right and it, it was very good that you said about the perception of ourselves because uh sometimes life alters the way that we see god and we have to get to a place where we see him as a father right. and a good father. Yeah. And sometimes we haven't on earth, we haven't had a good experience with that. So it alters, people don't realize it, but it alters how we respond to God, where we're afraid to go to him with stuff right. or we treat him like he's not going to be responsible enough to handle our thoughts, our feelings and our emotions, yeah. just like our earthly father may if yeah. you don't have a relationship. So it's important to get to that place where you realize that you are a son or a daughter of God. And that um, place of healing will take you into a place of, of sincere prayer where you can truly go to him and you can truly ask him and you can shed weight and you can experience the healing that you need. And sometimes, um, that is exactly what we need in order to break through certain situations is just prayer um, and meditation and devotion. And if we keep that, like you said, consistency is key. Um, and I'm going to bring in a little bit of your stuff, like just like working out. Consistency is key. And if you continue to work those muscles, listen at me, okay, from my that, personal training. Yeah. I like that. If you continue to work those muscles, yeah. um, then you'll grow strength in that area. You'll develop stamina. You'll right. be able to pray longer. You'll be able to meditate longer. And it won't be a burden because that's not what it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to be like, oh, I got to go pray this morning. Yeah. It should be something that we enjoy, just like devotion yeah. um, to the fans, the significant others, and the animals. We don't feel like that when we go to them. So we should definitely change our perception of how it is in prayer. We should be happy yeah. um, to go to God in prayer. We should be excited to to communicate anyone that you love you should be excited to communicate with that person yeah. if you are not excited to communicate with that person then we have a problem right. and so that is why um it is so important to um, develop a relationship with god as your father right. so that you'll be able to effectively reach him right. and that he can effectively reach us because if he if he can't break, he's not, he's a gentleman. He's not about to break through no walls. He he works off of, he gives us free will. And so he allows for us to give him the invitation in. And if we don't see ourselves correctly or him correctly, then we'll never be able to allow him in effectively. Yeah.
Yeah, well, I think that was good. Um, I think it's important, like you're saying, how we see him as our father. Um, and that just takes me to uh, Matthew 6 in general and where Jesus is, is teaching on prayer. Um, and the first thing he says, he says, go into your room, close the door. Um, and basically the father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. Right. Um, and, and I think that the, one of the things, I think that's where we get this uh, idea about a prayer closet. Mm -hmm. And I think that if, if you really look at that, he was saying secure that space. And I think, like if you think about um, weapons, mm -hmm. where people keep guns and guns say, they keep them in a the closet. Mm -hmm. So it's like you secure your arsenal mm -hmm. of, 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 of prayer and communication with your father. Um, and as you secure that, he's able to reward you, protect you, mm -hmm. lead you, guide you. Then he goes on to say, pray. We see the model prayer, our father. Right. Um, and he was saying that before he ever went to the cross. And I think that that's important because he was letting them know that I have, I, I brought a new way. I brought a new thing. Mm -hmm. a, a new grace has hit the earth. Mm -hmm. and, and the people that you were birthed to are not the people that you think they are. They, they, they're significant in your life, mm -hmm. but they can never be as good a father as my father mm -hmm. is to you. Um, and I, I tell my daughter this, mm -hmm. I'm your dad, but God is your father. Right. Like your identity is from him. You might look just like me. She does. <laughs> you, you might have some of my traits, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, your identity, your purpose, mm -hmm. everything comes from God. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible said, before I formed you in the womb, mm -hmm. I knew you. How did you know me if we didn't already have communication? Right. You know, you were a person before you ever... Uh, before you were ever here, mm -hmm. you you were here. You were in the mind of God, the heart of God. Right. But you don't see that until you go to that place. You're able to see it clearer when you're in His presence. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's beyond anything that that we can we can sometimes conceptualize. And I mm -hmm. think that's why it's important that we secure that closet, right. we secure that place, mm -hmm. um, and and just interact with it. Right. Enjoy it regardless. So of, build an altar. Yeah, build it. Right. That's, yeah, but, that's what and it's not just a, it's it, it's your heart, period. Mm -hmm, exactly. The, art, the altar is your heart. Right. It, that's it. And yeah. it's just going there consistently. Right. We got that from the war room, the movie War Room. Okay. That's where we got yeah. okay. <laughs> That's where it came from, the War Room movie where she went in the room and yeah. she had all the scriptures and stuff like that. But your, you can make an altar anywhere. It can be the driver's seat of your car. Mm -hmm. It can be um, a, a special place that you have in your room. Um, it can be while you're in your cubicle. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you are, you can set that space as an altar for you and God to commune. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'm in my cubicle and I'm hoping ain't nobody coming. <laughs> you know, because you'll start listening to something and then, you, then your eyes go, your eyes start watering and stuff. And you're like, oh, Lord, please don't let nobody come up on me. <laughs> and so it, it's just it just depends on 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 where you are and allowing that space. Like I said, he is a perfect gentleman. And if you allow yourself to be opened up to him, then you can make that altar anywhere you are. Right. That was good. I appreciated that one. <laughs> so
So Ben, did you have anything else that you wanted to add or anything else you wanted to share? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I just I just think it's uh we're in a we're in a place where in time um that for one is unexpected to mm -hmm. us, but because we're here and there's no secret spiritually, we're in the perfect place for where we need to be. Yeah. And it's important that um, we pray and that we have those times to uh, communicate with God. And it's not inherently about church, the building church. We see that. But he's building <laughs> us. Right. The people. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the only way sometimes he, he can do that is if, you know, we, we had that communication with him. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just really just encourage people to pray uh, because prayer is often the place that our hearts are changed. Mm -hmm. You know, pr prayer is transformation. It should change you. It's not mm -hmm. just I'm going to God, but God is changing something about me. Right. You know, um, I'm, I'm, this is going to be the last illustration just because it, it hit me. <laughs> um, but like you think about Moses at the burning bush, mm -hmm. it brought him to a place where um something he's never experienced before um it brought him to a place of he, he was in communication with god mm -hmm. but in his presence moses brought his entire experience to that moment he brought his intellect mm -hmm. he was trained he was smart he was wise he was trained in egyptian he was he, was, he wasn't no dummy mm -hmm. moses also had a past he was a murderer yeah you know he he, he was abandoned as a baby mm -hmm. you know moses he brought his past to this moment, but the presence of God bypassed his intellect, his emotion. Um, it bypassed who he thought he was, and it changed the trajectory of his life. And I, I think that it's important for us to know that, you know, as we acknowledge God, he changes us. He gives us uh, direction to the future that he has planned mm -hmm. for us. Um, we just have to be open to be in agreement with what that is um and, and i think that that was um uh, something that for moses it, it put him to a place where he never thought he would be mm -hmm. um and, and like like us god is revealing so much to us um some stuff we never would have thought right but some stuff we might have had an idea about mm -hmm. um but the only time we're going to get to it is if we have an active you know delightful consistent um prayer and devotion time you know with him so i think it's just important that we we pray mm -hmm. um, as individuals but also corporately right and pray for other people <laughs> that's true that is true we are all called to be intercessors there are some that are called to go deeper into that but we are all supposed to the bible tells us to pray for each other mm. and so um that is definitely something that we are supposed to pray um, to, to be doing. And we're supposed to pray for everyone, yeah. even the people. There have been some times where it's been hard and I've had to depend on God to say, OK, you have to tell me what to pray because my way ain't going to go so well. So you have to tell me <laughs> what you need me to say in this moment. And sometimes it's hard 
And I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a moment where you tried to pray about something? And it, it didn't necessarily have to be something that was bad or anything, but you're just like, God, I don't know how to articulate this, but you know my heart about this situation. Mm-hmm. So, and he, the Holy Spirit intercedes for right. us. Yeah. And so he knows the groanings of our heart. And so it's okay to go to God and say, I, I really don't know how to put this in words, but this is, but you know how I'm feeling about this particular person or about this particular thing. And he, he will intercede on our behalf, but it comes with relationship. It comes with intimacy. It comes with meditation and devotion. And so you can do all of those things at different times in your day, at different times in your week. Um, God makes time for us. So we we should, and, and we shouldn't, like I said, go to him all the time when we have a sense of, of urgency, when something's going on. And um, even through prayer, it may not, it may not happen right then. Yeah. We have to, that's why he says that we have to pray without ceasing. So don't go to him one time with something and think, oh, he heard me. No, you keep praying about it if that's something that you want. And it doesn't always end up the way that you want it to go. We also have to be open to how he answers when we go to him in prayer, because sometimes it's not, it's not the prayer that we want. Um, And I talked about that a little bit in the blog post that I had, um, the good father, mm. when I talked about my brother's passing, mm. that didn't, that I prayed. Yeah. And I mean, like everything, tongues, everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't come to you just when I want something. So how in the world could, you know, this happen? So even when things happen that contradict what you prayed for, you have to understand that he knows best. He knows what you need. Um, he, there are some things that we can't, we, no matter how tightly we hold on to them, we have to be able to let them go and we have to surrender to his will. Because when our prayers are, are answered, it's because our will has aligned with his. And that's because we have delighted right. ourselves in him. And so that's the catch mm. <laughs> with the, um, he'll give me the desires of my heart. That's the catch yeah. is that our will, as we delight ourselves in him, you may be like, mm, I, re- I really don't, I never would have saw myself doing this, or I never would have saw myself with this person. But because my will is aligning with yours, all of a sudden this, this looks like right. And so um, it's very important to also be open to the way that he answers the prayers. And I I just want to add this uh, to that. It's okay to question God. Yes. I think that has been mistreated. Um, Don't question God. Right. The Bible literally says, ask, Mm -hmm. seek. Mm-hmm. Knock. Knock. That's, exactly. that's A-S-K. Yes. That's, and that's in red. Yes. Jesus literally tells you to ask. You know, I, I think that when we don't understand, we still ask. Mm-hmm. Um, because that shows that we acknowledge you and trust you. Right. And I'm going to ask because a lot of time God will give, uh, it will bring clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will answer. Um, and then 
is not far off that we can't ask, ask him a question. Right. What father would do that? Yes. You know, I think that we uh, people have uh, abused that and to, to a point where it has made us ignorant in a sense mm-hmm. um, in how we interact with God. Um, but I think it's perfectly fine to ask God and we should. Um, when we don't understand stuff or when we hit those hard places mm-hmm. um, because we need direction and who better to, to get it give it to us than God right um, who better to acknowledge in that moment than God right because he's the only one that 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 knows the fullness of whatever that moment means mm-hmm. and so he's gonna give you at least partial something yeah yeah uh, because it shows that you trust him right um and and that may come in the form of uh someone reaching out to you or mm-hmm. um or, or something something else yeah um, but i think it's, it's perfectly fine to to ask god questions and to see god lovingly yeah because god demonstrated his love and yet while we sin as he died for us mm-hmm. so his love is always demonstrating something and, and that has to be the focus of our interaction with god right not necessarily what I want or um, how I see me but my focus in coming to you is because I see how you love me. Mm-hmm. That, that in spite of whatever I, you love me mm-hmm. and, and, and as we focus on his love you know God will bring us to answers um, and I just think that we have to pursue his love and pursue his heart um, so that our hearts are in line with his our identities, our lives, and, and, and the things that um, we could not think to hope for. Right. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, that's very funny that you mentioned that because that is actually what I said in that particular blog as well. Oh, I, that I, <laughs> that we, a, a lot of times, we um, think that we can't question God, but... Yeah. Um, there's a way to do it though. Yeah. Um, we right. we have to still see him as a father and we can go to him with authority but humbly. Right. And so there's you know questions that you can ask. So instead of going like, why did you do this or why did you allow this? Um, change the narrative. What am I supposed to learn from this? What are you trying to teach me? Right. What what is going to what good can come out of this? Yeah. You know, are you are you trying to show me uh, uh, an area of development for myself? And I use that example about my brother, but it can be different things. Yeah. You know, um, so the 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 nature of the question also matters. And if you go to him with your humility, right. like you said, that is important then he will he will direct and he will guide and he will show you things um even with that situation i miss my brother immensely um but i am not sure if i would be here in this space um without that um i don't think i would have the drive to do it um so he passed away but spiritually it 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 allowed me to be awakened um in a lot of ways and it allowed me to to really spend time with god because i recognized my need for him in that moment and and in the moments to come so that was um very neat that you brought that up because it was definitely 
in that particular blog as well. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> We're in tune. <laughs> well, this was a very rich conversation, and I pray that it it has truly blessed you guys as it has blessed me. Um, ben, do you want to tell them where they can pick your book up? Uh, yeah, my book is a, it's available on Amazon uh, right now, um, and I do actually have a couple copies. That you can reach me on uh, social media on Facebook at uh, Ben Pratt. Um, reach me that way, and I can uh, get one to you if you, if you want. Um, the e copy as well as the hardback copy is available on Amazon, though. Oh. So you can get them there. Perfect. Well, I thank you all so much for tuning in. I pray that it has blessed you and that there were some things that were said, some tools that were given, some practical tools that were given that can enhance your relationship with God, your intimacy with God, because that is the ultimate goal of everything that I do is to draw you guys closer to God, not to me, not to what I say, not to what he gives me, but to him so that you can seek him for yourself. So I thank you all so much for joining and I pray that you have a blessed month.